Welcome to Sports, 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 the highest pod in the land of sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent, remote, quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Hey, guys. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen, episode 248. It's the number of bones in the body, by the way. How are we? Does that count like all the skull bones? Yeah, I call it... All the plates? uh What about all your teeth bones? The teeth bones, the muscles, all of them. Muscle bones? Muscle bones, tendon bones. Mm. It's got every single one of them. Chicken bones? bones. I didn't eat any chicken bones last week, I don't think, but I wouldn't be surprised. I I came close. Yeah. Oh, I I saw you. You definitely came close to eating those. You ate the most chicken out of all of us. Well, were you surprised? Nah. (laughs) I guess I was a little... I don't know what I was thinking. We got rave reviews on that episode, too. We've got, uh, that was the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. That was... Not not that headphone was, appropriate. That was, yeah, yeah hor- headphone horrible experience. headphone experience. Yeah, so <laughs> keep, those, keep those great reviews coming. Hey, put it on iTunes. Let's, uh-huh. let's get these numbers up if you've got uh-huh. things to say. Yeah, put a review on there that says, these idiots eat on air all the time. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> A sports podcast eats on air all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, I would say for me, if I could give a review, five stars. Highly recommend. Yeah. I yeah. Two I, thumbs up. I enjoyed eating. Uh, Two wings up. Chicken. I'll tell you what I did the next night, too, guys. You'll be proud of me. Uh, I happened to be at the, at the uh, aquatic center, and they have a snack bar. They don't have a lot of vegetarian options. No cauliflower steak. Uh, (laughs) When you sent that to me, I I was just instantly enraged. I know. I saw it. And I was like, oh, he's going to love this. Uh, I I thought, well, you know what? I'm already primed for it. Might as well get some chicken tenders. So I got some chicken tenders and some fries. Were they they good? They weren't good, no. And I had no sauce to dip them in, which is... I was just going to ask, what what dippy sauce did you choose? There was no sauce available, which... just the chlorine in the air. Yeah, that's what I always do. I just say no thanks. Just yeah, I just, I just eat dip, them dry. I just dipped I just it in my Coke. Dry. Dip my Coca Cola. Just my Coke and chicken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, all, that's all I had. Yeah, but yeah. otherwise, how are we guys? <laughs> What'd you do since last week? Uh, Big Got City was Big in City. town. Yeah, I saw him. Saw our uh, uh, friend friend of the pod, Willie Nelson. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, wait, you both went to Willie Nelson, huh? Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Did you get to talk Never to disappoints. him? Drop off, uh, drop off a copy of our podcast to him? If only. He already had it. He had it pulled up on his Zune. Oh, uh-huh. that's what he yeah, played when for. He drops, when he drops the <laughs> Texas it. flag in the background of the stage, he had our little uh, Jim Harbaugh on the, in the corner of it. Yeah. yeah. All this... All, uh, does Texas flag have stars? All oh, the stars. Just one, one star. Yeah. Lone, the Lone Star State, sir. The one, one star is correct. Texas, one star. <laughs> yeah, it's a big one. <laughs> I never really thought Naturally. about that, but yeah. Yeah, that's, exactly. Uh, that's, so that's the Lone that's, Star that's State? A, that's the uh-huh. same amount of stars I would give Texas, yeah. <laughs> exactly. One star. One star. Texas, one star. A lot star. of really interesting people from Texas. 
mean, we got Willie Nelson. Matthew McConaughey. Willie. Lyndon Baines Johnson. Yeah. Pantera. Pantera, yeah. Spoon. Yeah, I mean, there's lots. But Trail yeah, of Dead. still, overall experience, I'd agree, one star. So yeah, At the, flag, the flag is accurate. The flag is accurate. The flag is the Yelp review. Yeah. <laughs> and no stars for the Lone Star beer for, for me. Yeah? N- not your cup of tea? No, Lone Star beer is no good. Not your cup of Texas tea? Uh-uh. See what I did well, there? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry for all the Texas hate, Dennis Chu. Yeah. Well, he's not a real Texan. What, if anything, oh, he's a New Yorker or a Hoosier. Oh, you think? I mean, yeah. we, we accept everybody. You spend a night here, you're a Hoosier. That's why um, we... Yeah. Yeah. What, in, I mean, your, in your basement? <laughs> Are you saying in your basement? If you yeah, if you a spend a night here, you, congrats, you've made it to Hoosierdom. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. It's, it's the portal to yeah. Hoosierland. Yeah. yeah. Huh. That's an it's, interesting... Yeah. Is this... Approved by Governor Holcomb? Absolutely. Well, it was uh, originally Mitch, my man Mitch. Um, yeah, it's like getting beaten into a gang. If you sleep in my basement for a night, yeah. you've, you've made it. You've been initiated. Socks with bars of soap and bars socks. Of soap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember Private Gomer Pyle? He's a Hoosier. Really? I, that's a, Do you no, used that's, to host him when he had come for the uh, five that's actually parade? A, that's actually a full metal jacket reference. Yeah, the real Gomer Pyle's an Alabamian. He's from Sylacauga, Alabama. For real? Yep. Hmm. Jim Neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> is he from on, Indiana? Or is and he he'd just come sing up the here song? and sing because he'd always sing back home again in yeah. Indiana at the five hundred, right? But, yeah. But yeah, but was he? But he's from Sylacauga, Alabama. Can, can I be honest? Yeah. Sure. Why start nah. now? <laughs> yeah. Episode two forty eight. <laughs> Write it down. N- not a great singer. Never really enjoyed his rendition of Back Home Again in Indiana. Oh, really? Probably because he's not a Hoosier, so he doesn't really mean it. He opens his mouth too much, what if which is great when he's being Gomer Pyle. Yeah. But when he's singing, it's like, Jim, just tone it down a little bit. Just tight, it's a little tighten too, it up. It's a little much. Your rendition a is a vertical. little much. Needs to go, what is this? Yeah. Horizontal. Horizontal, yeah. yeah. Yeah, what your lower I? jaw doesn't have to be all the way back in Silicaga or whatever that place was that you said. <laughs> uh, what's his What's his association besides the song with Indiana? Does anybody know? Is I there don't a website know, we can the go to? Last Last few years of his life, he sang it via satellite from his home in Hawaii. Hawaii. Mm. Hawaii. Uh, that's interesting. I didn't know. I thought he was from Indiana. What's who's the other lady from Indiana? The sound Florence Henderson. Oh, Florence Henderson. That's who it is. Um, oh, Brady Bunch? Yeah. But Can I be well, honest? Yeah. <laughs> Not a Brady Bunch fan. <laughs> Just didn't seem like a great mom. <laughs> Alice. 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 Alice, Alice, Alice was a yeah. better mom than her. Yeah, of course. Alice did everything. She was yeah. just she just always seemed annoyed at her kids. What can I go back to the song for a second? Sure. Can I be honest? Sure. <laughs> Honest to goodness, Indiana. Think about it. Uh, yeah, just think about were it. You, if you didn't see Jim Neighbor, Neighbor singing the song, mm-hmm. singing the song, would you be as upset about his rendition? Yeah, I mean, you, it's like... Can I be honest? 
when you when you hear when you hear an obese person speak, you can tell they're obese, right? When you hear, yeah, when you hear an obese person speak, you can tell. Are they louder? I don't know what it is. It's like, wow. There's a there's it's like more muffled or something. I did not see this going this way. Neither did I. Body positive Adam is gonna be ticked. (laughs) It's totally fine. All I'm saying is, hey, feel comfortable in your body. It's just I can I can tell by your voice. Is it That's the, the kind of body you have. No, okay. not a big deal. Jim Neighbors, I can. It doesn't matter if I can see him. Just by the way he sings, I can tell you're opening your mouth too He's wide too for this song. He's too skinny. Yeah, best version of "Back Home Again in Indiana." Daughtry. Back no, back to <laughs> Texas. Bob Wills and the Texas Playboys, who also were covered a lot by Willie Nelson. Full circle. Yeah, they were. Where when did are. Bob Wills do it? What's that? Was that pre pre Oh, Blade this or? was like back in the I don't know, 40s or fi- probably 50s. Okay. 40s or 50s. What, can I be honest? Texas Swing. I can guess. I, 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 I thought we were only doing one honest person per night, but yeah, go I ahead. I want to ask an honest question for yeah. Rowdy. I would like to know what else you can tell about a person just from their voice. Here's a shovel. If, if they smoke. Okay. Okay. Can sure. you tell their race? Nah, sometimes. So what do you think about all those people that you talk to on the phone that mistake you for a woman? What do you think they're <laughs> thinking about you? Oh, man. <laughs> This is a good what, question. That's this a good question. All the way back around, dude. That is a good question. <laughs> I mean, I've you, can, Now I've that you've made the bed and you've felt the contours of yeah. the bed and you've checked the, how soft that bed is, I'm now you're just quarter off of there. Now yeah. you're just gonna lie down in it. <laughs> no, that's a good question. I, I mean, I've considered like smoking. Like oh, just to, just like, to deepen just my to voice, get, out, get the yeah, yeah, up just get the raspiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like telemarketers. You know, we we're in the age of preferred pronouns and whatnot. If you're mm-hmm. a telemarketer and you call someone, or if you're just a uh, a phone a point. person, yeah, why mm-hmm. are you why are you saying mm-hmm. sir or ma'am? Don't yeah. say it. You yeah. don't have to say it. Also, if you've called this person. You probably know their name, but if you don't, just don't say anything. But until then, hey, at first I was like, I don't like, I don't like this. You're, you're, I'm answering the phone and you're saying, uh, ma'am, when you mm. talk to me, but, <laughs> but would you, I may have, and I, and, and I yeah. may have talked about this, but I've never been called miss. So I'm an older so woman. They know you're you're older. definitely an older woman. I'm an woman, older woman, yeah. but the, but older here's woman. the here's the great thing, and I may have I may have talked about this before. If they're trying to sell me something, I can just say, "Oh, I really need to run that by my husband." I mean, he's not home right now, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to hang up. I mean, 
Do you ever say things like he doesn't like me making those sorts of decisions? Yeah, without... he hides behind the patriarchy to get off the phone. I don't even know yeah, where he keeps right. his wallet. <laughs> the irony. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't let me he doesn't let me do the checkbook. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I'm only most ever supposed to answer the phone when he's away anyway. I mean, most of the time I hang up before it even gets to that point, but the ones that always get you are or at least get me are is the FOP. Oh my gosh, they're oh, relentless. Yeah. They're relentless. They so that's the one I always have to resort to. Oh, well, my husband's out. He's traveling for work, so. Uh... I find myself getting real aggressive with people on the phone with, that are telemarketers or, like, mm. for instance, yesterday I had to call ATT to cancel an, my internet service because I switched services. Mm -hmm. And it was an Indian gentleman that was very hard for me to understand and he was telling me that you're going to get this bill and you're going to do this and this is going to happen and I just go I'm going to tell you what's going to happen <laughs> 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 and I just said you're going to prorate my next bill for six days and I'll pay it and we'll be done with each other <laughs> <laughs> we'll see like well, we need to can I interest you in not interested don't want to hear it Cancel me today. Well, we'll cancel you on July 22nd. No, I want canceled today. You're going to cancel me today. <laughs> All right? Look, consider yeah. yourself lucky. You're on the horn with somebody that wants to get canceled. Let's just do this. All right? <laughs> oh, His name man, was Mel. Mel. Yeah. <laughs> nice guy. Nah. A little pushy. Yeah. So I had to push I always, back. I always wonder if I could just, like, one of them gets on the phone and I could be like, hey, man, I'm going to do, do you a solid. I'm going to give you the advice to hang up now because I'm going <laughs> to yeah. set this phone down and I'm going to walk away. Yeah. And you can stay on it as long as you need to. But it, that is I, a fun I, tactic. I, I, will not, I will not be here. <laughs> yeah. At dinner time, just somebody, yeah. call, somebody calls you, just put them on speakerphone and just set the phone on the table. Yeah. yeah. Mute yourself like, so they can't hear. He had to put me on hold for one to two minutes, three different times, to confirm my cancellation. And when he said, I'm going to need you to put you on hold for one to two minutes is for the third time, is that all right with you? And I go, look, dude, why don't you just do what you need to do on all of this while I'm on hold this time? <laughs> I don't understand why I've been put on hold three times to confirm my cancellation. All right. Who are you just, confirming it with? The only person who needs hey, to confirm it is you. Yeah. Right? How about this? Why don't you put me on hold for four to five minutes and do all that <laughs> action at once? <laughs> Yeah, I've confirmed my cancellation. <laughs> yeah, that's no. enough. That should Cons be enough, Mel. Consider it confirmed. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh. oh, my God. I'm sorry to hear that, sir. Yeah. I am sorry to hear that, idiot. Hello, Can't idiot. Every time. And I'm just like, all right. You do, not do. Like an, you do look like an idiot. You can just so. call me. You can just call <laughs> me. You can just call me Maul. If that makes it easier. Mel and Maul here, just chatting away. Just, just cutting it up. Yeah. Well, this I mean, is a sports podcast. Oh, Re Rodney's got something else to say. What you got, I Rodney? was going to say, just by the sound of your voice, I would say, yeah, this is an Elliot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. You, you can tell that. You, you have can... that timber to your voice. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, he's an Elliot. He's an Elliot <laughs> for sure. 
Oh, man. You guys want to get into sports? Because uh, we're sure. sports focus. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I'm sure we've given you some life advice at this point on how to handle telemarketers if, or really anybody in the teleservice industry. Uh, let's do this. Rowdy, how about some sports? How about it? Hey, uh, so uh, oh, we got yeah. some fan mail. Boom. Uh-huh. Um, a fan. So this, the yeah, fan. So, Dude, our uh, fans have been on on fleek the last couple listen weeks. we don't have As many fans say. i'm sure but I'm we sure. have the best but we have the best fans i mean oh. so this this fan this is actually my uncle quality Joe. over quantity mm-hmm. and he he wrote in and asked thanks uncle joe did rowdy foresee the future or did top gun maverick steal the idea of playing football with defense and offense on the field at the same time so what he's the referencing ladder, is for sure. obviously episode 226 coin flips field goals full send okay from january 27th of this year we were talking about overtime basically how to settle overtime nfl overtime rules yes. yeah in the yes. nfl mm-hmm. so we had lots of ideas we had uh you know pick your pick your challenge we had uh uh, tug of war we had uh, field goal competition and, multi- and, and multiple yep. other kick kick based ways of deciding my option was put two balls on the field mm-hmm. put all the players on the field and you run like offense it. and defense at the same time with two footballs and it's the first team to get to the other side and score that wins now, this brings us to the great film Top Gun Maverick, which has some amazing visuals. <laughs> if, you see it, if you see it in IMAX, you'll just be like, how does Tom Cruise look this good still? It's amazing. He's on a gigantic screen. He's, his head is like 60 feet tall on the IMAX. He looks fantastic. Jennifer Nary Connelly, too. On that face, they're, huh? they're keeping him in Tupperware. It's incredible. I mean, the, the airplane stuff's pretty cool. But, yeah, you just, you're watching and you're just like, I don't, know how they, I don't know how these two people look like this. But. That's not they, the point of this story. Their, their version of the, the new version of the famous Top Gun volleyball scene, which I, I'll take your word for it about this being famous because I've never seen the original Top Gun. I've only seen the sequel. Um. I That's bet you were American, lost the whole first time. off. I have no idea how you've never seen Top Gun. Yeah. Just and you never were lost have. the whole time, I'm it's sure. Just, you know, yeah. I've got different priorities. Um, Since 1987, I've had different yeah. priorities. <laughs> Which is interesting that your priority since 1986 was, like, Top Gun didn't make it. But the minute Top Gun Maverick came out, top priority was see the sequel to the movie I haven't seen. You know why? And you watch those resurrection alien movies about Jesus coming back from Mars and killing oh, yeah. everybody or whatever Oh, no, 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 was. no. It's Assassin 33 AD, and it's... <laughs> people from the present going back to stop Jesus being killed okay and just ruining it which is kind of which was kind of sacrilegious way possible highly recommended (laughs) yeah um yeah no I I I uh I went because the minister of sound was going to the IMAX theater I'm like I haven't been to a movie in a while I haven't been to an IMAX in ages and airplanes are cool I'll go see this movie and hey it was uh 
pretty okay. It, the, uh, there you go. So the setup for this football scene is Tom Cruise is brought back, I'm assuming, from... I don't well, know. His, he's, he was, he's from, his, he he's from his retirement, but I'm assuming it's the same school maybe that he went to, the Top Gun tr- school. school. Yeah. But this yeah. time he's an instructor, and he's been brought back to train these young hotshots who are all uh-huh. excellent pilots, but they've got to learn how to gel as a team. Oh, he yeah, is brought in to, to, as, for his one last mission to get these people together for this mission so, has to happen in a very short amount of time. <coughs> so he takes one of the one of the crucial days he has to train these pilots for this very, very dangerous mission. And to get them to gel as a team, he decides to play football on the beach. But not just any football. This is dogfight football. Dogfight football. So dogfight football. You never these hear Keith are the Jackson rules. calling dogfight football. There's two balls in play, just but like I'd I like said. To. Offense and defense at the same time, like mm. I said, and then lots of running and touchdown. So the only difference is the oiled-up, sexy-ass men on that beach. Running oh yeah, around. absolutely. The homo. No, that was part of my, that was part of my overtime thing too. Oh, you had oiled-up, shirtless men. I mean, in my McWorld, in my head. <laughs> yeah, um, you might not have said it, but yeah, that's, I didn't say. Remember, it he doesn't know how yet. football works generally. He just thinks that's what always is happening. Is well, oiled here's up, how much, sexy here's, men. Here's how much I don't know how football works. I saw <laughs> Top Gun Magic Mike. I saw Top Gun Maverick (laughs) at the IMAX on a gigantic screen. Didn't know it was different football. And I didn't notice (laughs) that they very obviously were throwing two footballs at the same time. They were different colors. Yeah, they were. Different colors. Until my uncle emailed me and told me that they were playing rowdy ball. (laughs) I had no idea. Right. So now this game makes way more sense. Which why game? it's a, why dog it's dog fight football makes dog sense? fight football and why it made sense that it's like well yeah why would they play it like I guess football okay sure you can bond over that oh no but it's dog fight football because they've got the offense and defense they're gelling as a team just makes a lot more you sense you got to play offense and defense when you're in a dog fight in the air right yeah. you, you have to make know. sure nobody's on your tail you yeah. got to mind now, your Rowdy, chicken have you have you retained uh, counsel for this are you going to uh, file a suit against no so here, uh, here's the, the thing. Yeah, so to the question of did I foresee the future or did they steal the idea? Well, here's here's the thing. They didn't steal the idea. Because filming wrapped on touchdown. Top Gun Maverick like 2019. 2019. 2020. Yeah, yeah. pre-pre-covid. Uh, that's true. And that's the right. movie was supposed to release in 2020, I believe, and then they were like, "Well, we want this to be seen in the theater. We made this movie. We're not going to just release this on Netflix or whatever. That, it has to be in a theater." That and they had to photoshop out all the Taiwanese flags. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, uh, Tom Cruise wore a Taiwanese flag on his flight jacket, and for it Originally. to be released in China, they had to Photoshop it out. They had to take mm. them all out, yeah. I didn't know that. So there was post, post-production post that had to be done on this film as well. Okay. So, yeah, so obviously the movie was wrapped before we had that segment, but here's the thing. This only leads me to one conclusion. Obviously. That I... You're a woman on the phone. <laughs> am an operating thetan. <laughs> no, like, oh. yeah. 
Coke. Yeah, yeah. here we go. Hands. Okay. You had the cans in your hands. Uh-huh. And you're working on this. Mm-hmm. I get it. That's okay. the that's the amazing thing. I've never been audited. So in Scientology, <laughs> the belief is that humans are human. Each of us, we have our our Rowdy's physical clear. our physical body. Oh, absolutely. But in as I had part no of doubt. that physical body is this immortal <laughs> spiritual being, a thetan. From a volcano. That's had many, many, many past lives. And over the course of these past lives, you sort of, through these, you know, terrible experiences or whatever, you get these ingrams, you get these terrible experiences you have to work through and audit until you're clear. And then when you're clear, um, you you start to gain these different abilities. You can You can heal yourself from illness and... Um, you, your intelligence is affected. You can you can learn. You know you can learn much faster. Now, when you become an operating thetan, that means you're totally clear. You have total control over yourself and your environment, which means you can control things with your mind. You can leave your body at will, and you can telepathically communicate and control mm. the behavior of animals and human beings. Can you communicate only with other thetans or those who have gone clear? Oh no! Instance, you can like, no. I don't know, Tom oh no! Cruise? It's oh. I mean animals. I mean I don't know if animals are clear or not. But I don't. Yeah, why would they be? They never experienced the fall. They also they don't are. have any money that needs cleaned. <laughs> yeah. I mean. So they they've always been clear. They've never not been clear. They've never they've never muddied their minds with prescription drugs. That's true. So they might not even have even uh, needed to walk across the bridge to total freedom. Exactly. And free, and free themselves. No, they took a the boat, l- dude. <laughs> of course, well, that's yeah. true. That's they, true. They all got on the back of a frog, and the frog yeah. took them across. Turtle Island. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Tom Cruise is either OT, Chief Thetan. which stands for Operating Thetan. He's either OT7 or OT8, which is about the highest level. Now, there are rumors that there's an OT9 and an OT10, but according to Leah Ramini... They don't act. Those don't actually exist. They're the carrot that they dangle in front of you to keep spending more money in Scientology to eventually reach those levels. Mm, but mm. Tom Cruise is at the ability, apparently, where um, he he is a thetan completely rehabilitated who can create his own universe. Oh. And create and illusions yet he chooses this perceivable one. by others. Yeah. Like Chris Angel. Yeah. Yes, like, like Chris Angel. Uh, Who do you so, think's higher up, Tom Cruise or John Travolta? Cruise. Oh, Cruise really? is the golden boy. Yes, okay. for sure. Cruise yeah. is like the crown prince of Scientology. John Travolta is the unfortunate, mm, <laughs> is the fail yeah. son of Scientology. John, yeah, I'd say if we're ranking them, it's Cruise, then Travolta, then Kirstie Alley. What and, about uh, Beck? The The... The funk guy, Isaac... Um, mm. Hayes. Isaac Hayes. He was Isaac up there, Hayes. too, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Beck. Um, oh, Beck's a Scientologist? Yeah. Yep. And uh, the voice that. of Bart Simpson. Oh, that Mary woman Cass- is a Scientologist? Uh, no. What's her name? Really? Mary. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. It's so, Dan Casaletta. What's her name? Mary something, right? Yeah, she it. does Doesn't Lisa, matter. Bart, a bunch yeah. of them, yeah. All I know is somehow I'm my thetan is clear enough that mm. I was able to perceive this dogfight football before it was actually released in theaters. 
Because mm. this movie there was, had to be but, embargoed. But, but, but there's some differences, right? Like, I don't quite understand this game. If I remember the way you explained it, is each team starts, like, on their From the op- opposing end. goal lines, right? Yes, yes. And then you're trying to run at the other side with <coughs> them from scoring on yours, and they're trying to score on yours. It's just like with, two punt returns going at the same time, kind of. With Yes, with, I guess. I'll take your word for that. In, in Top Gun, <laughs> they had, there was no punting they're starting in Top Gun. at the center. No, and they're, they're on doing the line the, of scrimmage with two balls on either side. throw yeah. the ball behind them. What's that called? Hiking. Hike, they hike the balls behind uh-huh. them. Right. At the same time. But are they which which also honestly I think makes more sense because when you're hiking the ball, the ball's going away from the center, whereas if you're doing a what you call it a punt return, mm-hmm. you're kicking the ball as far as you can. You're talking yeah, you're it out, but you actually don't know what you're saying right no, now. No, he does. You. Well, I'm you're just trying saying, to run faster like, than the ball. Yeah. I would say my my method is probably better for my method is probably better for resolving a game in overtime. The normal dogfight football where you start from the center is probably better for an actual game. And just sexy beach time. Right. Oh, obviously, yeah. But he that's already assumed, Reed. It's already that's assumed true. that's how all football is. Do you think football should be played on sand instead of uh, turf, Rowdy? I, I was just, as I was watching it, that was actually one of the thoughts that, like, maybe that's why I didn't notice there were two footballs. Um, yeah, I was like, I wonder what this is like playing on sand like this. Because they're, like, right at the water, the water's edge. Water's <laughs> edge. <laughs> Don't go there, is what I kept thinking. <laughs> I was like... Tom Cruise. Take me Gillis to, to cut the friends <laughs> from all your faces. I tell you, man. What can you tell about that guy's voice? Yeah. <laughs> Don't go down to the water's edge. Let's say he's did. about fifty-five stone. Mm-hmm. Uh. I don't even know if I Very want to talk about dog. Guy. I want to talk about dogfight football Very more, but it's a but, cumbersome scene. Yeah. You guys are having your whole moment, so I don't know. Do I want to keep talking about dogfight football? Nah. You can. You want to talk about Taco Bell? Yeah, let's do it. This is another This is another rowdy story for it sure. It is. All right. Here we go. Well, uh, as a thetan, I can say. Yeah, how did you, you, you do coming? with this one? Did you know this was Probably, coming? You didn't see this coming. I, I didn't predict this, but I can tell you that I knew that Cheez-Its, there's something special about Cheez-Its. There's something unique about Cheez-Its. Mm. Um, part of that's because as, a, as an operating thetan, I can actually look into the molecular structure and notice that, yes, these are cheesier crackers than any other cheese cracker. They're a superior product to any generic version. Well, Taco Bell just released, what are they calling this thing? The big Cheez-It... Uh, Crunch Wrap Supreme. Big Cheese at Crunch Wrap Supreme, which yes. they have in in the middle of this thing a Cheese It that is 16 times larger than a normal Cheese It cracker. So you basically are getting a Crunch Wrap Supreme with a gigantic Cheese It in the middle, separating it, making it separating a double the decker. meat and cheese from 
the veggies, right? Well, you're using the term veggies loosely. So yeah, okay. non-meat and What's cheese the items the inside beans? of a white Is it product. Beans? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or as or as I like to refer to them, non-meat and cheese items. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I haven't been to a Taco Bell in probably a decade at it's least. It's really it's cauliflower, lettuce, and tomatoes. Dude, you're missing. I'm it. gonna have to try this. It's great. There is also a second item, which looks it's a cheese it tostada, which okay. is is the same giant uh, cheese it with lettuce. Uh, well, meat meat product, um, and then lettuce, cheese, and uh, tomato like cubes. Oh, okay. I think the, no beans? I, and, and sour cream. So I think the big cheese at tostada I think would be the bigger better bet. I what what is um, kind of hard for me to understand though, like in the picture, I understand they have other cheese that's in the picture to show scale. But you're essentially looking if you would lay out a four by four square cheese at square, that's what you would be looking at. Hmm. It doesn't seem huge. Not that big, right? But no. when you see it, to me, I just think, oh, that's like one bite. I could just, because it's a no, cheese. No, it. it's like a. Hand it's huge. Fist. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They 16 also have times cheese. It though would be four by four. It's a four by four, and they also have uh, some sauce packets in here for scale. Mm. It's not as big as you think it would be. It's big enough. Well, yeah, I mean, it's... I got to it, try, try one of these bad boys. If you can get it all in your mouth at once, you're basically eating 16 cheeses with tacos. I mean, my first thought is I'm, I need to make friends with someone who works at Taco Bell and get just That's, a bag of the giant Cheez-Its. Here's the picture. Take a look at this picture of the tostada. You can yeah. see it has the packets up here for scale mm -hmm. and the Cheez-Its. Yeah. That is so not it's that... So not, it's not huge. No. But in terms of Cheez-Its, <coughs> it's pretty big. It's 16 Cheez-Its. Yeah. You said it's 16 times the size like said, of the Cheez-It. Like I said, it's like a hand, a hand width of a Cheez-It. How big are the Cheez-Its you're buying? They're like they're, an inch they're square, like, they're right? They're like an inch, yeah. Yeah, they're about the size of a quarter. So it's four by four. four How by big four are your inches? hands? It's yeah. like a saltine tostada. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My hands are four in, let's see, four inches wide. From That's like a thumb, saltine thumb and a half. Thumb, t thumb tip to pinky tip, four inches. Guesstimating mm. here. I think, yeah. Damn, you got smaller hands than Kenny Pickett. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who that is. <laughs> that was a good reference. Was that a country I, musician? I, I appreciated that. No, uh, that's the Steelers quarterback. Is this know. is this enough to get you to go to Taco Bell, Rowdy? Yes. Oh, I'm already <laughs> I'm already planning this, because I also was interested in what was the veggie thing that you were talking about. You the had, veggie fiesta had, burrito. Uh, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. They're also in 2019, Cheez-It and Pizza Hut teamed up. Well, that and makes they sense. they created a stuffed Cheez-It pizza, which was basically a calzone. It was just a... a Cheez-It? It was Cheez-It flavored mm. crust. No, 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 no. No, but see... In, the, a, but in a square. I mean, it looks like a giant Cheez-It, and then inside it's stuffed with... Mozzarella, and then you get like a bowl of uh, pizza sauce. Here, here's where I think this can go wrong, though. Yeah. If I remember, we had a conversation pr previously you about. You think it's gonna get soggy? 
crackers. I'm not even worried about it getting soggy. I'm not, I, sir, sir, when I order Taco Bell, it doesn't sit around long enough to get soggy. It's taken care of immediately. So I'm not worried about it getting soggy. I'm wondering if it can, there can be enough holes created in the top of the cracker to not allow it to expand. Because, like, that's why the holes are there, right? So it doesn't become bread because it's essentially just yeah rolled out. Never really uh, thought about that, yeah. Yeah, so how are they keeping it to a cracker consistency? Hmm. Instead There's of just... Only, a, I'm going to have to taste one and find out. Yeah, that's the only I believe they have. can do it. I believe they can do I it. I wonder if but they make Cheez-Its like a big giant pan of them that are perforated, and then they just have to like shake them or something now, and break them up. Yeah. And now maybe they're not, they're skipping that step and breaking them off into Oh, so they're connected Cheez-Its? Interesting. Well, the like way maybe that they're, how they produce Cheez-Its, they're like 100 by 100 or whatever, and then they have to break them all up because they're They break perforated. them apart. Hmm. Yeah. The edging would... I mean, based on that. so based on one of the photos I've I'm looking at here, they they have multiple holes, so they're still salted like Cheez-Its. But a Cheez-It it's only still, has one hole, right? Cheez-Its, yeah, it's, the, but, yeah. But to, that's why I they make the perfect is, necklace. I think this is why they're doing it. I think they're. I think it looks like there's sixteen uh, holes. Sixteen holes, yeah. Sixteen holes, yeah. So it just, should it should taste like a like, Cheez-It. It, yeah, but they tried to do this with Doritos, and they just, like, they screwed up what makes a Dorito a Dorito. Really? And I think they do this with, like, uh, when people talk about Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Like, Flamin' Hot, it's a flavor. It's got its it's got its own chiz flavor. But the yeah. Flamin' Hot Cheeto itself is more than the flavor. It's also yeah, it's the, ex- texture. The, the texture, the crunch, yeah. the yeah, crunch, the, cr- yeah. the density. And those Flamin' Hot, are those Dorito shells at Taco Bell are a, a logistical nightmare. They're so thin, they just bust apart on you. That's why they oh, give yeah. you that sleeve. It's too yeah. much. It's too much. So you're yeah. not even going to try this? Oh, I'm going to try it, absolutely. Oh, no, hell yeah, I'm, just... I'm going to try it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no one said, <laughs> sir. <laughs> sir. <laughs> None of us said no to this item. I'm just, but... I'm skeptical, but I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah, all right. What's next? What else we got? Uh, yeah, thank, thanks, Sean, for sending us that story. Uh, oh, Shaq believes in magic. What's this? What's the deal here? Shaquille O'Neal wants to purchase the Orlando Magic basketball oh, team. I thought this was going to be about how he thinks that if you uh, fill your car up half a tank, you're mm-hmm. going to save money. You save money, yeah. Oh, okay. like how he I thinks. I thought it was that kind of magic. Yeah. How he thinks the moon is closer than Los Angeles because he can yeah. see the moon from Atlanta, but he can't see Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So I what's this other magic that he believes in? Then? The Orlando, Orlando magic. magic. Now, Snoop, you may know this. He wants to purchase this from the DeVos family. Is this the same <coughs> family as Betsy DeVos? Yes, I believe it's the same family. Yeah. So the former uh, Secretary of Education, Betsy DeVos, someone in her family currently owns the Orlando magic. Yep. I didn't see apparently. a price tag. Did you see a price tag? Uh, Forbes is estimating the Magic's net worth is somewhere around $1.6 billion. That's that was cheap. entering the season. The 24th most valuable franchise. Yeah. That was before the Waltons got into the buying uh, oh, buying right. franchise business. Right. So I would, I, would ask, I would assume that they're going to go over $2 billion with this. 
Shaq yes. himself, I don't know what his net worth is. We should probably look. He's got to be up. like 400, right? Yeah. I mean, he owns uh, he owns that imaging company that owns the imaging rights to like Marilyn Monroe and Ernest Hemingway and himself and all those people. So he's 400 million. Yeah, okay. 400 million. That's good. Looks like. So he needs to call some of his billionaire friends to get there, but uh, I don't know. I mean, Shaq as an owner? Absolutely. I'm a 100% What that. do you think that does to his gig on TNT? Does that change anything? I don't know. I don't know why it would, other than if the NBA has some kind of regulation that you can't be a talking head personality, TV personality, and an owner. Aren't there other people who own sport? Well, Magic Johnson. Well, and uh, what's his face from Shark Tank? But that's not Mark basketball Cuban. related. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I wouldn't think it would be a problem, but who knows? Yeah. Probably can't talk about his own team. He definitely can't have inside information. Probably, Probably could talk to players. With TNT, it would be a problem with the NBA. Yeah, yeah, because then you be could start guess. getting into like tampering and things. And look, I mean, if anyone needs to leave the program on TNT, it's Kenny Smith, not Shaq. Right. You think he renames the team, the Orlando Diesel? That'd be awesome. Yeah. Something or just like the Orlando Shacks. <laughs> Shackix. Yeah. yeah. Reed, you, you predicted 400 million? I did. That's that's about what celebrity net worth that's what, predicts. Did you not hear me when I said that? No, I didn't because I was <laughs> I was looking up. He's looking up. Okay. Because Kevin, Kevin Durant yesterday, uh, Shaq was talking about how he's upset about People like what's this guy's name? Rudy, Rudy Gobert, Gobert making two hundred making two hundred fifty million, and Shaq was angry about that. So Kevin, he's Durant got an argument. Shaquille is hilarious. You're a billionaire, bro. LOL. And then Shaq wrote back, "I know I'm hilarious, and I'm not a billionaire. I'm actually broke, but we'll always speak facts. Thank you for saying I'm funny. It means a lot." So. And then Charles Barkley told Shaq that Rudy Gobert would block every shot he tried to make. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. I I mean I don't get his whole argument. Like why you why are you crapping on somebody else's money? That's good jealous. For them. He's jealous. Yeah. Well, so like I mean Barkley could do that all. The time. I bet Barkley didn't make thirty million dollars in his NBA career. Mm. You know I mean those guys mm. Bird Magic those guys didn't make near the money that these guys do now. Yeah, because uh, I mean, Bill Russell was making twenty thousand dollars a year or whatever it was back in the day. Shaq's net net worth right now they're saying is four hundred million. Durant has already made two hundred million, and uh, like this year, Westbrook is gonna make forty two like, million. Yeah, almost fifty just this so he's, year. Yeah, he, and uh, Bradley Beal is probably gonna sign yeah. a max contract for yeah. forty seven million a season. That's yeah. And I think Kyrie Irving just uh, opted into thirty two or th- was it over forty? I thought it was over he, 40. He did. Re, he, Unbelievable. He intends to re-sign with the Nets, I read. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the and money is, is insane. Which is crazy when Terry McLaurin, who's probably a top 10 wide receiver in football. 70 million. 71 million. Yeah. So he's not even making what these guys are making in this season. And I right. know there's a worldwide uh, market for basketball that there isn't for American football. But when I look at the skill and 
when I look at the popularity in this country, it's not even close. Well, in the short window. Yeah. I mean, if you stay reasonably healthy and in shape, you, you can play basketball for 15, 20 years. You're not doing mm-hmm. that in the NFL. Nope. Nope, not unless you... Uh, not unless you lay off that you, nightshade. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, unless you watch watch that nightshade. Uh, I love it. I, I hope it happens. I mean, yeah. for one, I think Shaq would be a great owner because he would take he was, it seriously. He'd be all about it. And... If you can get rid of the DeVosses, go for it. Bonus. Yeah. Sink sink that yacht, as they sail away from Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Lake Lake Okeechobee or whatever? Yeah. I'm getting something to choke on. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? Crunchwrap Supreme. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Big old, big, big cheese at Crunchwrap Supreme. All right. Uh, You guys want to talk about... uh, Arch is a longhorn. Oh, back to Texas, huh? For yeah, now? so Arch Manning has... Five stars. Right. Arch, Manning. Arch Manning, five Arch stars. Manning Texas, one dad? star. No, it's, Coop, dad? it's Koopa Manning's son. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? So you got Koopa, Koopa you got uh, Peyton, and you have Eli. Alive. This is Koopa's yep. son. And yep. he is okay. a five-star recruit coming out of... Is he in Louisiana? He's in, yeah, he's in New Orleans, yeah. Yeah, coming out of New Orleans. Orleans. He is one of the most highly sought recruits in memory in terms of being a junior in uh, high school. And he has committed to the Texas Longhorns under the direction Hmm. of Steve Sarkeesian. Big deal, biggest recruit out there. Uh, he was also interested in Georgia, Alabama, and there was a fourth school. Uh, Those were the big two that they were looking yeah, at, there, Georgia and Alabama. A fourth one, I can't remember what it was. But Tennessee. Was it Tennessee? Yeah, it was Tennessee yeah, for a while. Tennessee. Ole Miss was out early, I think. Yeah. But um, now, it... It will be, I don't think Texas joins the SEC until 25. 2025. So that will be his sophomore year. So he'll have one year in the Big 12, and then he'll go into uh, SEC play, where then he will play LSU, Alabama, Auburn, all those teams every year. Um, Oh, wait, he's a high school junior? He's a junior in high school, yes. Yes. What? And what's... What is likely to happen is he's going to have the biggest NIL deal, deals of anybody. I mean, he probably already has made millions of dollars in NIL money still in high school. But it's a big deal. We'll see. A lot of time between your junior and senior year. I um, mean, do you think... Okay, so you've had two Manning... Well, was their dad... Peyton he was and Eli's a dad. He, he was a player, he was a but he wasn't. He wasn't as good as the boys. He wasn't amazing. No. Okay. So Peyton, Peyton and Eli are both pretty good players. Yes. You think? Just, I mean, I know the odds are 50-50, but. Of course. Cooper was I a good mean, player too, but he had a career-ending injury in high school or college. Hmm. I think he was a wide. Yeah, I think receiver. he was in college. He was a wide. I mean, receiver. is there something genetically college. about these people, or do you just think like people these are putting people? their money on the wrong guy? Well, I think the there's something. I think there's something genetic for sure. There's also uh, 
lots of money to be able to mold yourself into whatever you want to mold yourself. The Mannings are, you should look into this. This would be a good segment for you, Rowdy. The Mannings are a cartel. They got Mm -hmm. heavies that go places, influence people. They got guys that work for them. Archie runs the whole show, Uh, Hmm. specifically the uh, case with the graduate assistant at Tennessee and an interaction with Manning. That allegedly some dudes in suits showed up to her house and uh, ended that scenario pretty Mm -hmm. quickly. Uh, There's lots of rumors out there about kind of the cartel that the Mannings operate within. So this is like, what's the Archie Manning is the father, uh, the father, the the patriarch, Potter Familia. Okay, so he, uh, that's interesting. He played for the so Saints. This is almost for like he's know, doing like genetic years. engineering on his own. Well, I don't. He's like he's like I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a football dynasty. Well, he had three sons over six five. I mean, you know, or six four, six five, whatever they are, and you know, I mean, he was a professional football player for more than a decade. Yeah, and. I mean, Peyton Manning was a Heisman finalist, Super Bowl winner, Eli, Super Bowl winner. I mean, twice yeah. over. Twice yeah, over. Yeah, when, when you take his athletic talent and then you add money. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Hundreds of millions of dollars between his playing time, his endorsements, and his post-playing uh, investments, yeah, you have an opportunity for... Uh, a dynasty. In yeah, a lot this of ways. kid. And, all and this it, kid has to do is practice football. It's not like he's right. got to get a part-time job bagging groceries to get through yeah. school or something. Right. So, and he probably so started do you think early. You can and take any person. Like, no. Let's say no, okay, no. Uh-uh. not any person, but let's say like you find you. <laughs> you find no, yeah, not me. You find a random person with a similar build to one of these Mannings. Like they've got the height, they've got the build, like one of these Mannings, and you start start them out from. I mean, it's tough because how do you know? Uh, let, let's just let's just say that you could identify a toddler, and you're like, these this are these are my favorite. Be like six foot five. These thought pro these thought thought experiments. Yeah. These are this my, is what the Russians and Chinese do with Olympians all the time. I guess that's yeah. true, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And so then you just take this random person and you're like, I'm going to make them the next Peyton Manning. And you just invest like, OK, let's say you can do this. <laughs> there still has to sounds, be some innate talent. It sounds like you can. Yeah, exactly. So, it's, it's not just like, yeah, it, what Reed just said there. You have to have some innate talent. You have to have some innate athleticism. Coordination, I mean, my flexibility. Wife talks about this all the time. Athleticism. Yeah, my wife talks about this all the time in like the ballet world or the dance world. That like there are things that there's just certain body types that you yeah. have to look for and yeah. or that will succeed because yeah. of the way that the dance community looks at those things or looks for those things. So, yeah, well, I mean, let's part say of you it can is identify someone who's going to have this body type. Like if you're like the Koch brothers or the Koch brother, I guess now, uh, or the Waltons. You're these billionaires. Like, why are you like? Why wouldn't you You're, just think how much money you could make if you just started putting these billions you have at your disposal into raising an army of professional athletes? And then are you, you talking about eugenics them. right now? No. I think he's talking about CRISPR. No. I'm not saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, a little CRISPRy. You could. Yeah. 
But yeah, that, but, um, but, but I'm just saying more more like we're we're like we're able to recognize that this person is going to grow into this kind of, you know, based on their their parents and blah 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 blah. But they have to. But the, but the part of the innate ability, or at least the upbringing. Who is this uh, Nate you keep talking about? <laughs> is you have to actually want to do this. That and yeah. the Waltons, they can farm all kinds of football players, but they're not. They don't have any claim to any kind of contractual agreements that these players sign. That's their money. Right. Yeah. So this is this kid has the talent, or at least the raw talent, the abilities that he's harnessed over a period of time because of the privilege he's provided. But you know, I played catch with my dad, but my dad wasn't a Hall a of Fame NFL player. D1 athlete. Right. My uncles weren't Hall of Famers and my grandfather wasn't uh, a professional athlete. So like it's a little different when right. you know my dad might give me a tip on how to throw the football when versus like when my uncle comes over and he's Peyton Manning and he tells me how to throw the football. Right. Or Eli Manning. That's true. <laughs> or Eli. Yeah. Or or Archie. Right. Or Cooper. Or who's Cooper. still can sling a rock. So, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, yes, there's other parts of it. I mean, he's six foot three now, I think, is like a seventeen year old. He's huge. He is a, a lot he, he physically he is more he he's bigger and stronger and will fill out better than both of his uncles. Like hmm. they didn't yeah. have a necessarily an athletic body type. Frame. He does. Right. right. I hope he right. keeps eating right. And now he's a Longhorn. And now he's a Longhorn. And the Longhorns have put it all out there. They think this is going to bring Texas back. We'll see. Yeah, Giga Maggies. That's all I got to say. We'll see. You got a lot of stiff yeah. competition coming up that sophomore year. Let's get to this next story. This is exciting. Rowdy, what do we got right, here? Next up I'll tell you what we have. Olympic Ninja Warrior. That's right. The Ninja Warrior competition... I'm air quoting Ninja Warrior competition is almost it's on the verge. It's just on the edge of becoming an Olympic sport. Not in 2024 when breaking is coming to Paris. That's right. Breaking oh, yeah. is going to be an Olympic sport. That should be yes. dominated Not by then, Americans. But possibly in 2028. Now they're calling this obstacle racing, but it is essentially for all intents and purposes Ninja Warrior. What there? But it's not going to be a standalone uh, event. It's going to be part of the modern pentathlon. So right now, oh. the modern pentathlon is fencing, swimming, show jumping, shooting, and running. So show jumping with a horse. Dressage. They want to replace the. Oh no, yes, that's they the wanna, dancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They want to replace show jumping. They want to take the horse out, and they want to mm. do obstacle racing instead. So mm. it will be fencing. It'll be swords, swimming, guns, and running, and then and then also obstacle ninja courses. warrior. Yeah. Now and are, they already are ninjas Japanese. Gonna, yes. Historically, oh, yeah. yeah, they're gonna dominate. I mean, they so? originated it's it. It's in their pedigree. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the the uh, the I don't even the new the corporation that does the modern pentathlon is working with the Japanese TV station mm-hmm. that started Ninja mm-hmm. Warrior to create mm-hmm. this event. So 2028, L.A., 
Ninja Warrior, quite possibly. What I that's pretty what I, awesome. It sounds awesome, amazing. They're gonna have the same like four or five obstacles for every event, so it's not gonna every, change. Every Olympics. Yeah, every Olympics they'll have the it's same. It's gonna be five. the same. Yeah. See. That's the part I don't like. I feel like you gotta mix it up. Yeah, that's like yeah. having the same slalom course. How is it an obstacle course. if you know what's if you know what's coming? That's like having yeah. the you, same slalom every Olympics. Yeah. On the yeah, same mountain. That's the, true. Do they change the slalom? Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, point. that's a really good point. It's on a the bobsled is the change. Different yeah, mountain every time. Yep. Bobsled yeah. changes. Yeah. Luge. No, I, I think that's. I think you've just made a great case. Biathlon. Yeah, they need to revisit this for sure. So the four. Right now, they're going to try this at the um, Pentathlon World Championships in August, and they're going to have the wall flip, the parallel pipes, the wind chimes, and the tire swing. Where's the World Championships? Mm, Tokyo. Let me see. I don't know. Probably Sochi. Kobe. (laughs) Sochi, yeah. Uh, It is in the, uh, well... Hmm. I was gonna say the Ukraine, but that's or sorry, Ukraine. That's probably not gonna help. Uh, bath in in the UK. Hmm. It looks oh, like bath, huh? Man, I gotta figure this out. Now you got me. Now I don't know. So much, so many new things. Interesting. Yeah. What so, do you guys think of this? So we got Ninja Warrior. Breakdancing, skateboarding, speed climbing are all the, pretty much the new Olympic sports coming in. Oh, uh, Jimen China is 2022. Bath is 2023. Oh, so the, yeah. the ninjas are going to China. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Very hmm. interesting. Hmm. A lot of history there. It's not in Taiwan, huh? Or nope. Korea? So yeah, we got breaking. We've got possibly Ninja Warrior. Does this get pentathlon on TV? For sure. Yep. You think this gets people wait, interested so in pentathlon? Par- wait, so this is part. Wait, so what were it's the other pentathlon events? Shooting, shooting, swimming, running, and horses. No, no horses anymore. Oh, that's so the shooting. Ninja. Okay. So it's Shoot. not like you could just be an American ninja warrior. No, no you gotta be. Whatever. You gotta do you other also have action. To do, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, yep. that's really weird. Yeah, I wonder how it's the athletes feel about this. Fencing, swimming, fencing. shooting, running, obstacle, swords. Yeah, because all these people, it's like, uh, I've kind of been training how to jump a horse since right. I was like three years old, and now you want me to like jump onto a. Uh, That's an awesome trampoline. And What's the Venn diagram of a show jumping and obstacle course? They do, runner. They don't, it's what's, two separate what's, circles. What's that Gotta look be, like? I don't see a whole lot of overlap. There's a line this in the middle. Just be its own event. And the horse jumps over the this? line. Okay. Yeah. I was excited about this at first, but now you feel bad. It's the same. It's the same course, and and yeah, the the pentathlon angle makes no sense. I don't know. The Olympics I mean, don't make I a should, whole lot I of sense. I should try it. I, I might. I might do as good as any of these people. Yeah, you never should know. Ask the At least Waltons I haven't wasted my life trying to jump a horse. No, be chased, Daniel. I'm coming at it do fresh. Do you? Do you? 
that may, you're making a good point. And I it's kind six of six years like to train. You're, you're springing it on people, but it, the the modern pentathlon was based on how a a what do they say a modern soldier trains. Oh, interesting. So, so there isn't really a need, quote unquote, a need for horse riding anymore. For the equestrian aspect? Yeah, because we no longer do trench warfare. Yeah. Hey, you know, R.I.P. trench warfare. Yeah. <laughs> pour, pour one out for trench warfare. All those guys that at three years old started training for trench warfare, they're out of luck. <laughs> right. Yeah. They've worked up their uh, uh, their uh, tolerance for mustard gas, and yeah. now look at us. Any kind of, yeah, <laughs> noxious gases and whistles and galloping horses and razor wire. Exactly. Yeah. None of that. Where are they now? They could have been just playing uh, Call of Duty or something. Right. But that's why they're that's why they're saying they're changing it to be this obstacle course. Well, then shouldn't it, they it just more be drone racing? To what the, what's that? Shouldn't they just race drones then? Drone racing. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's that modern makes way warfare. More sense. That makes way more yeah. sense. Yeah. I agree. Huh. Well, we got yeah. some we got some issues to work out here, but I it's mean, it's a mixed bag. I understand yeah. your point. You got people who've been training on horses for probably as long as Arch Manning's had a football, mm-hmm. and now they have to learn how to do a, a salmon jump. It's kind of what's s- the one where all the Japanese people just start running down the hill all together, and there's like doors the cheese and wheel? stuff that don't open. And oh, that's Irish, isn't it? Cheese wheel. Yeah, the cheese. Yeah, this is like. Is it? It's not wipeout, is it? Because there's that. There's just all. I'm oh, with all the head, with the boxing gloves that come out and knock them. Whole, yeah. No, I mean they're like outside. They're just running down a hill, and then there's different obstacles, and some are doors that open, and some are doors that are just like not real doors. So then they're running down the hill and just slamming you're watching, closed doors. You're watching too much Tubi, Rowdy. Yeah. Is this your free Roku channel? Is this fail TV? <laughs> You know, HBO Max is on the Roku now. It's Crackle. <laughs> yeah, it's Crackle. <laughs> you know, Crackle, uh, no, that wasn't Crackle. What got bought, to, what's the one that got bought by, uh, was it Tubi that got bought by Roku? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's Crackle. It's right after comedians and cars getting coffee. Yeah, it's the train channel. Uh, do we want? If, if you have any clue what I'm talking about, uh, please, we never do, man. Us, we never do. Us, no, Email I'm rowdy. To, I'm talking to our uh, to our three fans. <laughs> okay. Like send send me. Yeah, I just I'm, uh, I, in my head I'm seeing people running down a hill, slamming into stuff. Um, just I cannot think of what I'm what I'm thinking of, and, and Google is not helping me here. So yeah, if you if you know, please please tell me. Well, it does one... sound like the cheese chase, but it's not the cheese chase. I didn't think it was the cheese chase. It might have been the cheese chase. Well, we have one more headline. I'll just shoot this out here, Rowdy, so you can take Go one more, it. one more victory lap tonight, and then uh, we don't even have to talk about this. In an interview with ESPN, Rob Manfred made the comment that in 2024, automated ball strikes will be called by a robot. We will have robot umpires, according to Rob Manfred, Commissioner of Baseball. Here we go. 
So there's two possibilities on how this is going to work. One is that the uh, robot will call the pitch a ball or a strike, and the home plate umpire will call it. Will Oh, no I robot guess, voice? Present it, no. Or no Siri, nothing. Yeah. With, the, with an earpiece in. Or the other option is that there will be a review system with balls and strikes, and managers can challenge during the game. They'll have like three to five challenges. So if there's just an egregious call, uh, and I could see some gamemanship if that's the way they Isn't go. Isn't that the and whole point of having is, a computer that you don't have egregious calls? <laughs> what's that? Is well, that no, like, yes, and and that's why I think they're going to do some milk toast yeah. sort of thing, like the latter instead of the former, where right. they just take the the human element out. Yeah, but I could see some gamemanship in the second uh, option of having challenges. Where it's like, do you use those challenges earlier to reestablish a strike zone? Or do you save them for later? So the, this is already being tested, and it's shaved a whopping nine minutes off the average <laughs> game almighty. length. Nine minutes. That's what they're trying to save. I feel like you're Any going... a little bit helps. But I, you're it? going... But, Rowdy, you're not a baseball fan. Reed, you'll watch baseball from time to time. Yeah. I know. It was an understatement to say Rowdy's not a baseball fan. <laughs> yeah. If I told you that the game was now three hours and two minutes instead oh. of three hours and 11 exactly. minutes, is, like, is that going to change your mind? No. Right. You could go watch Batman. It's not going to change your mind. The problem is not the length of the game. Nope. It's, it's how boring it is. They're going after... They're going after, they're using the wrong hypothesis to go after this. It's yeah. not, the problem isn't the length of the game. Yeah, remove six innings. <laughs> that would How about be... you just remove TV commercials? Yeah. That cut you an hour off yeah. of the game. Right. But the point of the game is to make money. So you right. got to have those commercials in right. there. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. But, Rowdy, you're right. We're getting the robots. Here it comes. We're getting the robots in 2024. So, again, operating Thetan. <laughs> yeah, and this time you predicted Called the singularity, it. which is kind of scary, but here we yeah. go. Now yeah. i got to start figuring out what I want to put in my universe yeah. I'm going to create. Yep. Uh, well, that's it. We did it. We did sports. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey, Junior Minister of Sound, Ralphie, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, Solomon Sean, and the Honorary Ball Boy this week is... Guys, this is a big one, and it's hyper-local. It's a gentleman oh. from Newcastle, Indiana. Uh-huh. Just about, oh, I don't know. Steve what, Alford. 25 minutes from A-Town here. A uh, guy named Brian Deck who earlier this week went to the Rose City Bowl in Newcastle. Oh, yeah. And he bowled a 936 <laughs> strikes in a row. The 39th wow. person in the world to ever do this. And if you read I, the article in the interview, he said, I didn't even really want to go and bowl uh, tonight, but, you know, <laughs> I just thought, well, I'll go. And he he threw... 36 strikes in a row. I saw this headline. I didn't realize it was in Indiana. Yeah, incredible. Did he not want to bowl because it was Shabbos? Or does he roll on Shabbos? I don't know if he rolls on Shabbos <laughs> or not, but he definitely doesn't mess with the Jesus. <laughs> not at all. 
Uh, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss, including if you want to just, you know, dig through the archives, find something else that Rowdy got right. <laughs> and don't forget to rate and us Tell and me subscribe. what that game is called where the Japanese people <laughs> run down the hill. Stop demanding things from our one listener. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? How about it? How about it?